I Am Not That Podcast presents Uncut. All episodes of Uncut are unscripted, uh, unedited. It's just our raw stream of thoughts, and we are recording in our home, so we invite you in our home with all our sounds, like uh, our wonderful dog, and maybe some outside sounds, I don't know, but it's going to be what it is. So the opening to the show is an excerpt from Peter Joseph, and his message is in direct alignment with the purpose of the podcast, I Am Not That. So we wanted to start with that because it's nice when you have different voices sharing the same perspective. Enjoy. The most incredible aspect of all, these totalitarian elements will not be forced upon the people. The people will demand them. For the social manipulation of society through the generation of fear and division has completely detached humans from their sense of power and reality. A process which has been going on for centuries, if not millennia. Religion, patriotism, race, wealth, class, and every other form of arbitrary separatist identification, thus conceit, has served to create a controlled population, utterly malleable in the hands of the few. Divide and conquer is the motto. And as long as people continue to see themselves as separate from everything else, they lend themselves to being completely enslaved. The men behind the curtain know this, and they also know that if people ever realize the truth of their relationship to nature and the truth of their personal power, the entire manufactured zeitgeist they prey upon will collapse like a house of cards. Um, I'm so happy that you have found, well, you already knew about it, but it was just new to me. Um, and what did you say zeitgeist meant? The zeitgeist, uh, I believe it's the spirit of the times. The spirit of the times. Yeah, what is going on. Yeah, the, the, the zeitgeist changes over over time. So once the 1400s, 1300s, then they had a certain thing going on that that represented them. And so it's it's always relevant based on whatever the modern day is. So, yeah. Yeah, and... Um... That it just echoes exactly what our podcast is about, you know, the divide and conquer and the not knowing your true nature and not being connected with your true nature and how us as a collective society not living in that knowing, we continue to repeat the same cycles that we are all in a more popular population are beginning to get sick and tired of. I mean, like of the recent event with Ahmad Arbery, there are more people that are in up arms and, and devastated and you know, negatively affected, then there is people who are like, yeah. Mm. I think our whole society mm-hmm. is ready for a change. Yeah. No, I, I think that that's, that's 
I mean, I'm guessing, of course, but I think that's accurate to say when you look at on a whole, you'll find more people are really, really getting fed up um, on, on different levels. They hear that kind of thing and it's kind of separate from them. You know, it's a little removed from them because it's not hitting home directly. It's not their family or whatever. But even besides just hearing something like that and being affected by it, they people are going through their own individual struggles that kind of they, that that are they're similar in one way or another of just like feeling that tension, feeling that energy of wanting a shift, and then they see that or they hear of 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 a mod of that kind of a, a situation, and it's just more evidence that the shift is really really needed. So the old paradigm of of all this separateness and 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 tension, even though there is still that residue and it's still it's still very much present for a lot of people. I think that I, I believe that you're you're hitting the nail on the head in terms of the majority really do want to shift on their planet. They want to shift in, in general, and um, it just becomes a matter of how do you go about it? Because there's so many people with all these methods, so many ways of of how do you make that shift happen? Happen? Do you do you are we still doing it through outrage? Are we still doing it through our congressmen? Are we doing it through like how is that? Like what do you what do you even suggest or what do you throw out there? I mean I know we've been talking about it on the podcast, but what what do you think in terms of the method? Because nobody seems to agree on on how to go about it. Well, that's just the thing. It's not a method. I don't believe it is a method. Um, and like you said, you know, is it an outrage? Do we protest? Do we take the streets in protest and in anger and in fury? Do we bang on our congressmen's doors? Do we send emails? Do we send petitions? But everything that we're doing is outside of ourselves. Hmm. So if there is a and, method, it's 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 in it's going within. <laughs> yeah, if there is a method, exactly the method is going within because what we are not seeing and what we're not because this is what we're also not being taught because we have to realize that we are taught our behaviors mm -hmm. we yeah. are taught our thought patterns mm -hmm. and until we wake up to what we're being taught and question that we are not going to see a difference Unfortunately, these same events are going to play out over and over and over again. And we're going to hear ourselves say, like I have seen on my Facebook, it's time for us to stand up. We got to stop, you know, not saying anything. We got to stop not being vocal. We got to be heard. We can't just sit down. But we have to realize that that has been being said over and over and over again. Mm -hmm. And what are the results? And what are the results? Mm -hmm. So the method would be is to begin to shift the conversation from they're constantly, constantly doing this to us, you know, to how am I, and we said this before, but, but it's, it's even more prevalent and relevant now because how am I contributing to these events that continue 
to take place day after day after day. And this reminds me of a quote that came to me during meditation. Because I had meditated shortly after I heard the news about Ahmad Arbery. And I went into meditation because we're all looking for an answer. We're all looking for the answer to how to stop this. We're looking for that solution. And unfortunately, externally, we don't have the answer. The answer is not out there. Yeah. No matter what external answer you're looking for, if it's violence let's 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 you know oh you doing it to us we're going to do it to y'all okay or all right let's try non-violent we're going to do this we're going to protest we're going to have signs we're going to have a peaceful protest uh okay we're going to have it so it's like trying to apply a very very similar or the same mindset and and and, and even apply it in different ways a violent way an angry way a peaceful way or this kind of way but it's still a very similar theme of mindset and you're like we're not getting the results in either direction on either either side of it. So, yeah, I, I agree about that. It's time for a change. It's time for a different approach, period. So when, so when I was in meditation and I was just, I, I didn't know what to ask for. I, I just, I just said, I just need to listen right now. I just need to listen. And so it came to me um, and it was, along the lines of this thought is that the school of thought until we have a shift in consciousness we will keep seeing the same events unfold so what came to me in my meditation is said we are not victims we are players in the drama of our own collective consciousness mm -hmm. and unfortunately that's exactly what Ahmad Arbery was he was a player as well as the, the two men that gunned him down in the middle of the street. They were all players of our collective mindset, of our collective beliefs, of our collective thoughts that has created the paradigm in which we live in. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it, it's tough because it's it becomes this... Um, uh, chicken or the egg concept of which one is coming for you know is it is it happening or am I assisting to make it happen or was it all it's already happening and I'm just observing it but it's like it's this well it's sometimes it's hard to to really find that that subtle area where people play their part how how do you think how do you believe? What do you actually feel is the reality of the world? Is it only based on the outside evidence? Is it like, well, this is what I see, so therefore that's what the hell it is? Or do you understand that you are a human being that's capable of so much and you, 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 your energy and spirit is very powerful and if you set your mind to uh, something in particular then, you know, that's where the reality starts to go towards. So if you want to keep repeating the same thoughts, the same beliefs, the same things, then be ready to see the same kind of results. And many people they have a hard time um, making a connection between themselves and um, 
making a connection between themselves and and what they're seeing happening out there. It's like I'm not doing it. It's ha- it's it's been going on. This has been going on four hundred years plus. Mm-hmm. Da, 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 da. It's been happening. So it, it it can be tough to make the connection between your own thoughts, your community's thoughts, you know, whether it's your family, whether it's your neighborhood, whether it's your city, you know, no matter how much you want to consider the community to be small or a little bit larger, all those thoughts, they're they're not in vain. They don't just you you can't just think and believe in things and think they have no bearing on your your reality, your physical reality. Yeah, just like that um, quote I learned from Dr. Wayne Dyer, um, that we oftentimes say, "I'm out." Well, really, Chino? Yeah, it's a, it's that that's our, that's our dog. So yeah. Um. So, uh, Dr. Wayne Dyer. So disrespectful, Chino. Like, really, Dr. Wayne Dyer um, had a quote that we. Most of us say that I'll believe it when I see it. But the truth of the matter is you see it when you believe it. <sighs> the realities. So the but the truth of the matter is we will see it when we believe it. And unfortunately, that is what this was. Yeah. We believe that there is such a huge racial divide. We believe that black people are targeted. We believe that the system is built against us. So because we believe it, that's what we see. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Sis, let me stop you right there. I believe it. It's been happening. I don't have to believe it. It happened before I got here. It's happening already. That's just what it is. What are you talking about? I, I believe it, therefore it's happening? Like I'm doing some magic trick? No, it's happening already, sister. You are. You don't know what you're talking about. It's happening already, and it's been happening, and it has nothing to do with what I believe or don't believe. I can believe it or not. I can stop believing tomorrow. It's still happening. Black men still getting gunned down. It's still happening, sister. That is absolutely one of the thoughts out there. Yeah. And that is a valid statement. And so what we have to recognize is that it's passed down through the generational stream from the times of slavery. Because at that time, it it was true. Black people were targeted. We were mentally broken down to where we didn't even realize our own true nature. It was beaten out of us, that awareness. And even though the awareness is always there, but our connection to it, us being aware of it, that our true nature, our true core self of that unlimited potential, unbridled self is always there because of the torture because of the mental abuse and breakdown, we, we came out of touch with it. So when we're out of touch with something, yeah, we are going to be susceptible to very torturous, you know, unthinkable 
inhumane acts. Because when you're mentally broke down like that, yeah, you, you will not go along with the treatment, but you will believe that that is what your destiny is. This is just how it is for me. Because mm-hmm. it, it, it was that, it was, it was at such a level of in your face, it's happening day, boom, after, boom. Day. day after day, year after year. That was just a way of that, life. That was the way of life. So you fast forward. Right. And on their, through their sacrifices though, we fast forward through their sacrifices. And I saw a quote on Deepak Chopra's Instagram that said, I use my memories. I don't allow my memories to use me. Mm. Right? Yeah. And wow. so as a society and as the tribe of African descendants, we are allowing our memories to use us. We are not using our memory because using our memory means that we will do everything within our power to honor our ancestors who were treated like cattle. And to let them know that their efforts, their sacrifices of their lives, their sacrifices of their broken families, it did not go in vain. Because now that you guys, our ancestors, went through that, it allowed us to live on a platform of equality, which we now have, but we don't realize it. Because we are allowing our memories to use us. Right. No, that that's very, very, very well well put, and and, and I'm glad you brought up that Deepak quote, uh, because that's exactly what's going on. Yes, when it was when it was very when we were in the in the thick of it, and it was happening in your face, torture, slavery, and all of those things were taking place. Then it, it's it's it is difficult to connect with your unlimited potential, to connect with your spirit, to connect with that kind of. Um, energy and power that you are when it's right in your face like that now just like like we were saying you fast forward to a different time where you still have that that residue effect of injustice you still have it but you have a a different opportunity now without having to deal with in your face racism in terms of and and slavery and and killings and beatings and, and just being completely controlled physically like that um, you have a different opportunity to figure out how to move beyond that moment. And I, I believe that we're on the cusp of it, but I don't think that we have, on a lar- on the largest scale, have all identified with moving to a different way of thinking. I think we're still at a, that, that stage of pumping our fists, pump, keeping our chest out, and, and really leading with our um, emotions and leading with our outrage more so than identifying with that power that we are, you know, that we, that, that that's what we are. We because ha- that's the only thing that's going to change this. Yes, it, it, it really, it really is. Because what I think that collectively what we're doing, we're expecting somebody else to change this. Mm-hmm. And external, external. Mm-hmm. And what is being lost in all of that is that, it isn't external. We can't look for anybody to make this change happen for us. The work has to be done within. 
the work has to, we have to do the work and then we will see that outcome that we want to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and oh, you finished? Yeah, go ahead. Um, and and that, that thing that you were talking about when it comes to um, honoring our ancestors and, and, their, and what they went through and, and how difficult it was to be in touch with that higher self, then you, you do that by finally getting to the point where you, you, you're no longer fooled by the external, by the, you're no longer fooled. You say, oh, okay, I see. The way to actually get past this is to actually own, well, first realize, be aware, and then own my own inner power and not let anybody define me, not let anybody tell me, you know, that I'm beneath them or anything like that. Well, they can say it. It's actually okay for them to say it. It's fine that they believe it, actually. It's fine that they're like, you're, you know, I'm superior. This, my skin says so. I don't have to even say anything. That's I'm, I already know it, that I am, and that's just how it how it is. And oh well to you if you don't realize it. So it's like that's fine that that mindset is held. It's 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 really getting to that point where, oh okay, I I have to know it, and that's it. I have to know it, and you I have, have to know I have to know that I am powerful. I have to know that I'm not beneath anybody. I have all all it is. I have to know it, and once that's the case. I don't have to defend it. I don't have to, you know, you, you can still have that. I don't have to change you. I don't have to tell you and put my finger in your face and tell you, I'm not beneath you. I don't, I don't have to yell at you. I don't have to do anything. I just have to realize it and just start to come from that space of that I, that I, I know what I am. I know who I am. And that's fine that you believe what you believe. And then when you start to come from that space, that's when the other person was sit back and say, oh, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not the energy I'm getting from you, though. The energy I'm getting from you is that you are equal. The energy that I'm getting from you is that you don't feel lesser than me. Mm-hmm. And so, because what happens is when we get into the presence of somebody who says, yes, because I belong to this group, which I call the non-melanin group. Uh, society will call it white, but it's, you know, white and black is, I'm a very literal person, so it's hard for me to see just white and black. Um, but when <laughs> the mm-hmm. non-melanin group thinks that they are, you know, superior, just like a friend of ours the other day, somebody was walking across the street and they didn't they didn't have the the, the um the right of way to walk across the street but because they belong to the non-melanin group our friend says i hate that white privilege shit right 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 and so automatically we if we had that mindset then we ourselves are thinking that that person thinks that they're privileged, so therefore I must not be privileged. Right. There's an undertone of it. There's Even if you undertone. don't say it, right. there, there's an unconscious or a subconscious or very, very subtle aspect of what you're saying that that's the case, that you kind of identify with it. Even if you say you disagree with it, I'm not, I ain't less than anybody. But something in there, it says that, though. Because if it didn't, then 
such a general statement because the same, and you was in the car with me, the same exact thing happened to me where a pedestrian, I mean, took their time to, to mosley walk across the street when I had the green light and I had to actually break um, my, you know, break my stride, so to speak, and driving to slow down for them, and I was infuriated. But it was a person belonging to the melanin group. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, but because you said that undercurrent, that undercurrent belief mm-hmm. that fuels everything, yep. it's an undercurrent belief. It's not what you say on top of that, right. you know? No, mm-hmm. fuck them. I'm equal to them, but the undercurrent belief is I hate thought. that white privilege shit. Yeah. But if you truly believe that you are equal, then there's no such thing. Right. It's, it's, it's fantasy. It's, it's, it's no more or less fantasy than somebody arguing about some rainbow colored elephant and versus this other, you know, this tiger with wings. And, and you listen like, wait, what are you talking about? You know, what are you even saying? No, I just can't stand that shit, that rainbow elephant, you know, you know, multicolored elephant. And he'd be like, I don't, even, I don't even know what you're talking about. So it's like when you, when you can't really relate to something and don't identify with something, it doesn't even make much sense to you that that's a reality. You wouldn't speak about it as if it was a reality unless you somehow on some level relate to it. So, right. yeah. Right. So, um... So, like you said, somebody can say, yes, I am superior to you, and, but you can't stop anybody from saying anything. That is just exactly. their belief. That is their thought. But unless you give rise to that, unless you actually give life to that and thinking, see, they think I'm inferior. They think I'm less than them. They think that they're, you know, well... How about let's move more towards knowing that you are just as equal as a human being. So if we move more towards knowing that and really, really knowing that to be true, because it is. If we move towards more of knowing that, then you have nothing to prove, like you said earlier. Right. I feel like it, the only way to, 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 to drive the point is to make it be so ridiculous that a person would be like, huh? Like they wouldn't, they can't relate to it because it's so ridiculous. But if you run into somebody and they're like, I don't want to talk to you. You, you ain't nothing, but you just some, 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 some black man. And that's all you are is some black man in my face. And you're looking at them like black man. You know, it's like, you can't, if, if, but you can't relate to it. It makes no sense. It sounds like the person's insane, and they can't, they don't understand a male versus a female. They just look, they're calling you a man, and you'd be looking at them confused, like, what are you, what's he talking about, man? You know what I'm saying? But if, what about, let's take the same scenario, I know damn man, why are you calling me, coming at me like I'm a man? I know, no, no, no. If you start right. arguing right. back right. about right. how you're not a man, right. there's to. some part of you that, that, that that's connected to his statement about mm-hmm. you being that. Mm-hmm. It's like, Either you're confused about the nonsense that don't make any sense to you, or you're relating to it, and and now you feel that need to get angry and defend it and argue with somebody like that. That's that's the that's where we're at with the the the, the inferior versus superior. The the you know mm-hmm. they talk to me a certain kind of way when you feel like you have to defend it, 
is because some part of you on some level, it can be very subtle, identifies with what's being said. Right, and questions whether or not that is true. Mm-hmm. Yep, you question the validity of it. That's right. So when we question the validity of it, then we're giving it life. So it is at the moment where we know that we know that we don't have to prove to anyone that is at the point where you don't have to respond mm -hmm. you can let them sit in their ignorance and not participate or share in it with them right can i do this real real quick for our listeners so anybody um with two with two fists can do this so you put take Take one of your hands, ball it up, make a fist. Take the other hand, ball it up, make a fist, and push your two fists together. And then start pushing with strength that you have in either arm, pushing against each other. And just push. That is what ends up happening with, with, with a battle or, or, or a dispute or any kind of argument is the pushing one against the other. One is going back a little bit. Then you push back a little bit more. Then it goes back and forth. But imagine if you turn that other that that one hand around and go in the same direction as the other fist and don't push back against it there's that no there, there's no battle so it's like it it takes your pushing against about they can't do this to, uh, it takes that part to keep that battle in place as soon as you remove your resistance to it as soon as you decide to not go against it but even you know what you can either not participate or sometimes I say go in the same direction as they're going it's it's so I have found it hilarious how hard it is for a person to argue with you when you refuse to argue with them they, they, they're looking for the argument they're looking for the for you to, to have a response and I've had people say I have had people like say something to me and I'm like I, I hear you I, I mean that is that I, yeah and they, but they don't want that. They want, oh yeah, no, it's not. They, they're looking for that. They're looking for that energy. And I've been like, uh, yeah, no, no, yeah, I hear you. Yeah, but it's just some bullshit. And your mother, that's just some bullshit. Yeah, I mean, that can be some bullshit sometimes. Ah, it's like it's frustrating to the person who wants to argue with you when you refuse to argue with them. But it also will shift the perspective. Mm -hmm. Because if a person of the non-melanin group is saying you know what they think is hurtful things you know to you what they think that will break you down and like you said you turn your fist you turn it into the direction of theirs and there is no longer a battle then they will begin that person not they but that individual because i don't want to generalize or, or mm -hmm. globalize anything that particular individual will have a shift of perspective like, oh, they didn't react like I thought that they would react. It's startling. It, yeah. th it throws you off. You're looking for the, the, for the battle. Yeah. And it's not there. It's, it, you have no choice but to have a, a moment. I didn't get a rise out of them. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't, I, I didn't, like, you know, get under their skin. Their black skin. No, yeah, no, absolutely. But the other thing is, Rudrani, our spiritual teacher, she often says, drop your end of the rope. Mm. <laughs> and there's no longer a tug of war. Just drop your end of the rope. So, I, I want to make sure that that's not mistaken as, like, was it passive or, like, 
giving up. No, it's the it, same thing of turning your hand. Yeah. With the with the fist, mm-hmm. drop your end of the rope. You know, it's it's not about you know being a doormat and allowing people to walk over you. It's about you knowing yourself. It's about you knowing your power. It's about you standing in your power. Yeah. You know, because when you do that, you don't have. Let's think of um, somebody who the minute they step into a room, they don't have to say a word because they know their worth. Uh, Barack? They, I could say Barack. <laughs> but we, we, we all know these people. You know, yeah. we all, they don't have to be on that, you know, that level as Barack, but we're going to say Barack because he's, you know, universal. Right. Um, but yeah, you know, that is a person who knew you know, the scrutiny that he was going to come up under from 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 all sides. Mm-hmm. But he didn't have to defend himself because he stood in his in his power. He stood knowing yeah. that I am enough. Mm-hmm. He stood knowing that, that I am enough. And that's what we all are. We all are enough. So when you know that you're enough, you can drop your end of the rope. I like that. So, you know, this conversation is, you know, just a stream of consciousness for us. We didn't, you know, map out anything. We just wanted to come on and just give, you know, highlight and um, to Ahmad Arbery's situation and just really, really implore us to begin to take a shift because if we really are truly tired of this happening and this is from all groups if we are truly tired of this happening we have to realize that what we're doing the approach that we're taking this delusion of separation and what they will call divide and conquer because this is exactly what we're doing. We're playing into that scheme that wants to divide and conquer. And they have had us here for many, 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 many years. And if we are ready to move from that, then we have to realize that it's no longer, it's not about the division that is going to win this. It's not about the division that's going to conquer this. It's not about the division that's going to take us to the other side. It's going to take that unity. It's going to take that that collectiveness, that awareness. It's going to take us knowing that we are worthy, knowing that we don't need anyone to validate us, knowing that it's not external from us to make this shift. The shift has to happen within us. And the people who support us, it's not about, yeah, you guys do have a rough. They don't do you guys right at all. And you know, we really have to do something about it. It's not about that. We appreciate that. But it's a futile attempt. And the reason why I say that is because that is just being an ally. An ally will keep us in the same place. And that is what has been going on. But a well-wisher is someone who says to you, come up from under their gaze of this illusion that you are not enough. Come up from under that because you and I were both human beings. We're both equal to each other. We are all connected. You and I are connected. So knowing that you, I am no more worthy than you are. Mm -hmm. 
So if we are really ready to put a to not see this happen anymore, is it going to happen overnight? Exactly. Not no. at all. No, but it has to start somewhere. But we have to. Yep, it has to start somewhere, and we have to stay the course. And once you have that true hardcore shift in consciousness, it's not even about staying the course. It's just your new path. It's just your new way of walking. It's just your new way of living. And you will see the world that you live in shift. Yeah. So, so, to Ahmad, Arbery, you know, our thoughts and our prayers are, you know, with his family. Especially this happening right, right around Mother's Day. And hopefully we will begin to not put all of these players into place through our collective consciousness. Exactly. Yeah, you, you, you won't we won't like 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 you said, Taz, we won't see just this immediate result once you start to change how you, where you come from. Once you start to change the 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 place that you, you, you come from, the space that you, you live you live from, you know, that you are powerful, that you are not underneath anybody that you know yourself you know that you are enough and then uh unfortunately we may still see some other occurrence happen does not mean throwing the towel go back to some old way of trying to fix things you still have to stay the course because we're, we're dealing with you know it's physical reality there it takes time for physical reality to come into fruition and sometimes you know, even as you are shifting yourself, you may see some of that old residue. Okay, it is going to still be some old residue. Ultimately, the shift will take place. When there's no one to argue with, when there's no one going against you anymore, you don't have anybody to argue with. When there's no one holding the rope tight and pulling on it, there's no one to play tug of war with. So that's just, you know, that's just, that's just what it is. You have to really change that mindset. Um, yeah. Yep. So, so we have you. to start taking um, responsibility and knowing that we are all collectively making this happen. We are all collectively creating these events. Mm. So let's stop creating the Eric Garner's, the Ahmad Arbery's, and the list goes on. All right. Yes. All right. Peace and love. Thank you. Thank you for listening to an episode of Uncut. And please, please follow us uh, on Instagram at I am not that underscore podcast. And if you have any comments, we'd love to hear from you. If you want to address anything that you've heard we'd love to hear from you and that is i am not that podcast at gmail.com <laughs>